folks, to this episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. We are joined today by Rob Zwierman. And for those of you who do not know Rob yet, you will throughout this episode. And I guarantee you, you are in for an, an incredible hour. Rob is a dear friend and someone that I am blessed to be accountability buddying with for the last several years. We're very supportive of each other, but we really know how to beat each other up. And, and I'm blessed that I get to have him sort of looking over what I'm doing in my projects. Rob is an investor, a strategic marketer, and an international speaker. Welcome, Rob. Berta, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be on the podcast, on the show, finally. I'm so happy that you're here and making the time. I know you're just um, coming into a, a great new year and you ended it on a really great note with yes. your parents here from Tell Everyone Where? So my uh, my parents flew in from the Netherlands, from Amsterdam to be exact, uh, because that's the that's where I was born. Uh, people always ask me, so where's this accent from? Well, let me tell you straight off the bat, the accent was born in Amsterdam, but I, uh, I'm a world citizen now. I've been uh, living in, uh, in Florida, that's uh, where you and I got to know each other, mm -hmm. but uh, recently said uh, bye to South Florida and now moved to, uh, to the deep south in Austin, <laughs> Texas. Nice. I love it. And I know that you love it there, Rob, and it's just a place that's just growing so much. I think it's perfect for, for what you do. And, and you're really in the right place. We had an opportunity to visit yeah. the middle of last year, and yeah. it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. So, so I know that you've enjoyed some holiday time with your parents. I know that they're still here. So I appreciate you taking the time to be with us because I really too wanted to get you in early in the year because I know you've got some great gems for us as as we go into looking into this next year and this new decade yeah. with what our plans are to grow our business well it's uh like i said it's, it's such a pleasure you have a great following a great audience and uh, and i'm always i always will make time to have a good conversation so uh, you can always count on me great thank you rob thank you so rob tell us a little bit because i i'm blessed to know your story and i'm always inspired by your story just the the journey of even getting here to the states can you walk us through a little bit about that little dream that that was planted and and you've turned into just something so beautiful <laughs> oh gosh that's uh <laughs> i don't know if i don't know if you have the time for that today but <laughs> i can i can try to to consolidate it but um yeah like like you mentioned i i wasn't born in the states so uh I had to work my way to here and uh, well, I, I'm in Austin, Texas now and, and South Florida before that, it was never on the radar, but let me just like rewind and back mm -hmm. up a little bit. And, um, and it, it all started for me when I was still living in, uh, in Amsterdam. Uh, most people probably familiar with, with Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. I was from a little tiny town just above. So I will just use Amsterdam as a reference point. Mm -hmm. But that's where I pretty much I grew up most of my life. And um, that's, that's also where my journey started as an entrepreneur because I've been to business school and I've taken so many years of, of education, always in the direction of business because there was something inside me that, that always made me go against the grain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes <laughs> you just have to be... You're, you're just a rebel on the inside, but it doesn't mean that you're just like an annoying person. Mm -hmm. It just sometimes means that you're channeling your energy in, in the wrong direction. 
and and I believe that now when I see a rebel, I know that they're probably by heart an entrepreneur. Right. I love that. So, so that, that's really what, what happened for me. And, and I never really had any guidance, people putting me in the right direction. So it was always a, like a journey for me to, to look because I wanted so much more. Um, so that kind of led into, um, into traveling, honestly, because, you know, the, the Netherlands is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great country. It's, the economy is very stable and there's plenty of, uh, of, of, of job opportunities and lots of interesting stuff to do. But honestly, to me, it was a little bit boring after, yeah, after, and, and I don't want to sound ungrateful at all, but I have been doing so many different kinds of projects and jobs that I felt I need to expand. I need to, you know, go and seek some help somewhere else. Um, so that led me to taking my first job in uh, Italy, actually. I, wow. I went to a beautiful place in the north uh, called Lido di Eslo. That's uh, nearby Venice. Uh, wow. Most people are probably familiar with Venice. Mm-hmm. Have, have you been to Venice? No, I have not. I oh, you haven't? Well, it's the Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale is is very similar and is based off of Venice, Italy. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, the canal structure. So gorgeous place, but that's really where I was. I, I was thrown in front of the lions because this job, Berta, um, it, it, it involved selling tickets for a tour operator. Um, and, and for people who know this, like Venice is such a touristic area. Everything is about the water and the boats because Venice is originally an island. Mm-hmm. So I was selling boat tickets uh, to tourists on the beach, people who go there to vacation. They don't want to be bothered, right. right? And then there's this annoying salesman, you know, asking them on the beach if they are interested in purchasing a tour. So that was me, <laughs> but I think that that was probably single-handedly the, the most exciting opportunity because um, I was by myself, again, no people around me. Uh, the job was really simple. Mm-hmm. Sell this ticket for a set amount, you know, an X, X, X dollar value, and you can get to keep a commission. And the more you sell, the more you make. It's very simple. Right. From that money, I had to pay the bills. I had to, you know, get a phone on the phone calls that I had to make on the island, uh, all of that, and it was up to me. So that experience alone really forced me to get out of my comfort zone. And uh, that's, I think, that's where I really learned how to sell. Yeah. How old were you, Rob? Um, wow. I think I was probably 18 years old. Oh, holy moly. Yeah, Left I was probably... Yeah, I ventured off on my own. Uh, I didn't really tell anybody about what this job was really about. I just, mm-hmm. you know, Italy for most Europeans is pretty exciting. So they're like, okay, you're going to go on a long vacation. But wow. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, anything but a vacation. It was hard work um, while having fun in the process. Mm-hmm. But that's probably where I learned, even after all my education, business education. I mean, they're, they're talking about concepts, you know, from 50, 60 years ago. Right. And still, there are still concepts, right? Nobody teaches you to do the actual job. Yeah. So I would say that that was truly my, my first experience in, in hardcore selling mm-hmm. and making money. And that is kind of where it opened my eyes. So 
long story short and fast forward, it's after my experience in Italy, that's where really the, the passion grew for me into marketing and sales. And that's where I've delved deeper and deeper uh, all the way up to, I, I would say it took almost eight years to finally get to the States after I opened a company in, 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 in Spain. But I would say it all started for me in Italy. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I love that, Rob. Rob, so so how long were you in Italy? And and like you said, you you're thrown into the the lines, and it's the best way to learn. Almost, yeah, right. Absolutely. So it was a good. It was a. I think it was eight months, mm -hmm. a solid eight months, okay. um, because it it was the typical tourist season. So after my, after eight months, when the job was done, I, I returned to, to, to Holland. But after that, I, I, I just couldn't go back to regular society, <laughs> right? Like get a job, right. sit in an office. Right. I had to keep going. So that's really where my journey started. And I started looking for other opportunities. Uh, and that ultimately led me to getting a position, um, a partnership actually with a company in Spain, in Barcelona. Wow. So directly, directly after Italy, I, I moved to Barcelona, Spain, and that's where I fused with a company to apply. My, my background was also in large-scale events like conferences and music festivals back then. Wow. Um, so I kind of morphed into this conference company. And, um, and fast forward two years in, we got an opportunity in Miami. And, and that's really where, where my big moment came because I always felt deep down in my bones and heart that I had to be in the US. I didn't know why, wow. but I just, I just felt it. And, uh, and when that opportunity came, there was no hesitation. I said, yes, let's do this. And, uh, and we made that happen. And that was probably back in 2011, 2012. My goodness. Rob, and, and I, what I love is that when, you, when you're willing to force yourself out of the comfort zone, because not a lot of 18-year-olds, I mean, you want to party, you want to do your thing, but you want to live at home so that, you know, your expenses are minimal. But you were like, no, I, I'm itching to get out and I'm itching to do something. And I know how close you are to your parents, but I think it was just this calling of, of letting, you know, your destiny come to fruition. So when you got to the States, what were you still with that company originally or or at the at the beginning yeah yeah at the beginning yes because uh so so basically what happened is that initially it was like a tryout uh we had headquarters in barcelona and uh my colleagues in barcelona they were still there but it was uh only myself and my partner at the time we moved over to miami and we were received by, by another good friend of mine. I, I will have to introduce you at one point because mm -hmm. incredible entrepreneur as well. But he, he kind of offered this opportunity. He opened this office uh, for us because we didn't know the market. Um, we didn't know, we didn't have any connections, but he was kind enough to say, I make my office available. That was at Brickle uh, Avenue at the time. I, I still remember it was 848 Brickle Avenue. Wow. There used to be the nice American address. Century Bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that's where we uh, were headed. And um, so what, what was um, intended as like a tryout and kind of, you know, see how that goes 
uh, kind of snowballed into permanently staying there because right after Miami and we did our first event was incredibly successful. I think almost a thousand five hundred people showed up. Wow! Yeah, thousand five hundred people. Uh, it was exciting for for Miami as well because there was this company from Spain. We had this reputation, so I kind of that helped that helped out. Um, and we we onboarded a couple of really amazing sponsors that opened the doors. So wow. the first event was really successful. And that led to us moving to South America because there was an entrepreneur in the audience and he came up to us and he said, you know what, you need to do this in Bogota. And we <gasps> said, but Colombia, that's oh crazy. Oh my goodness. You know, everybody knows the reputation of Colombia, especially Europeans, you know, right, like right. all we think of is Pablo Escobar yeah. and, <laughs> and the drug trafficking and human trafficking, but none of that is true. Wow. Um, but, but so again, I think one of the, the great perks of an entrepreneur is the freedom to make decisions. So no hesitation there either. And we went on to Bogota in that same year. Oh my goodness. Rob, that's crazy. And that's and, and you're talking about like you're not doing little changes. You're you're making big changes, but you're just you're following the the growth. Yeah. For lack of a better word. You're just constantly following the growth. Yeah. And and on, on top of that, I think that you have to you have to be able to recognize an opportunity because a lot of the times, like now I come to know that entrepreneurship is really about developing your mindset because the, the, what, what happens usually when, when an opportunity presents itself, most people will probably recognize the opportunity, but then doubt and fear kicks in, right? And worry about like, I'm not prepared or um, I'm not ready for this or it's maybe financially not possible. So I think what I learned throughout that journey is that if you just start saying yes and you commit first, you will figure this out. You know, you just have to trust on you while trying to have some fun in the process, but you will figure this out. Wow. And, and, and that I think that that can contribute to, to that snowball effect that we just, we just said yes. You know, I, I mean, maybe I was young, I don't know, but I try to live by that mantra, you know, just try to say yes a little bit more and you will see that it will open, you know, amazing opportunities for you. Yeah. And that's huge, Rob. But you mentioned fear and doubt, which are things that just, they, they mess with all of us. So how do you, do you believe that the, that the excitement, if you're focused on it, can be enough to overcome the fear and the doubt? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, Sometimes you need somebody else to tell you that it's gonna be all right. Mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of us can uh, can relate to that, and 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 honestly, that's that's what we try to do for each other, right, Berta? Right. We right. accountability and support. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is definitely effective to have some people around you that are rock solid and then can tell you, listen, the opportunity. It's it it sounds good. The numbers the numbers work right. You have to make an educated decision, mm -hmm. but then it will help if somebody will be next to you that that gives you that extra push and say, "Man, you can do this. Go for it." But I would say if anybody would practice their their risk tolerance because that's what it is. It's risk tolerance. 
And depending on your background, because I think that for people that have, you know, a maybe they came from a, a life of struggle before, you know, where they had to fight to turn on every dollar to make every dollar count or to, to really work their way up. I think they have learned to practice that risk tolerance. Other people who have grown up in safe environments, they, they may be the ones that, that will need to work on this because in the end, the decisions are exactly the same. So are the results. However, it's, it's, it's what is in the head at the moment you have to take that decision. And that is what, if you buy practice, it's, it's like a muscle, right? The more you practice it, the easier it gets. Yeah. And how do you practice it? Well, one of the things that I mentioned is, uh, is definitely having a support network around you. And it, it's not always easy because, you know, the question I always get from my students is like, where do I start? Right? How do I find mentors or um, how do I attract those people that can offer my, this, this type of support besides my parents or relatives? Right, Because that's usually the easiest thing to do. But usually family is not really in a position to support you uh, or to give you what you need because it's, you don't need emotional support. Right, You need strategic support, meaning somebody that can, you know, from the outside look into this opportunity for you and then give you the confidence to move forward. Um, so I think practicing saying yes more often because that applies to people as well. Sometimes people come up to you, present, you know, present themselves and shake your hand and say, hey, let's grab a coffee. Don't overthink that, right? Like follow up with this person. Just say yes. Go and have that coffee. Um, number two, have these, try to attract these people around you, you know, be, be in front. If you cannot have a mentor of your own at this moment, right? Because maybe you, you don't have the money to be where they are. Go to events, go and attend events or conferences where you can not only learn, but just try to be around those people because by just by see it, looking at them and just see how they make decisions, it will affect your thinking. Mm -hmm. So that's another way you can do that. And I would say um, the third aspect, um, if this opportunity makes sense to you, you have run the numbers, the numbers make sense. Um, you know that there is a good chance that you will get something really great out of this. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink it, but just move forward anyway. Yeah, yeah. It sounds simple, it's easy to do, easy not to do. Right. But so many times, Dirt, I have I written it down on paper. I looked at it, my mind was kicking in saying, oh, you know, you're not ready for this. But then I shoved it aside and I mm -hmm. said, I'm going to do it anyway. Right. And I right. think that just that single, that single decision alone is just like opened up so many doors for me. Um, so I, I would say those three, it's uh, and anybody can do that. Anybody can do those three things yeah. without money, without privileges, mm -hmm. you know, without having a strong support uh, network. Those three things will change your life. That's, that's huge, Robin. And I think you mentioned some key words in there and some key principles that I know that, that you and I really uh, gel with together in that sense because we're big 
believers in those. Uh, the overthinking, major. I mean, that will, but you also talked about investing. And I know that you have made it, you've been very intentional about putting yourself in the right places and surrounding yourself with the people that are where you want to be. And that has, listen, I've had a front row seat to the the Rob Zwierman journey, mm. uh, which I, I say is a, is a, it's been a huge blessing, but I've seen the transformation. And, and even when that fear and that doubt has kicked in, you've, like you said, pushed it aside and done it anyway. Talk to me a little bit about the importance of investing in, in yourself and your personal development in your business? Because that's something that that's where people overthink. Oh, if I put this money here, then what if I don't have to pay my mortgage? You know what? You're never going to have, you're always going to be worried about paying your mortgage if you're not worried, you know, willing to invest in, in yeah. your dream. Yeah. Well, this, this is, uh, this has become, I have to say, uh, one of my favorite subjects, investing, right? So, so what is investing? Well, to me, I, I, I am an investor, um, and, and most people associate that in you're investing in a company, in, in, in like a tech startup, or maybe you're a property investor in real estate. But how about investing in education, investing in people, which could be your team if you have a company? So I call myself an investor because I believe that investing especially in my education, but also in people will help me build the vehicles. And in this case, it's business and, and I have, we have real estate. Um, I invest in mentorship. I invest in financial education. And, and, and on top of that, like I need, I need people in my, in my community in order to, to, to help me leverage those vehicles. So, for me, the topic of investing is so important. Um, so a lot of times I get the question, so if I want to grow, I don't necessarily have the financial means. Where do I invest in? So the first thing I say, don't go look in the stock market, right? You're not financially sound enough to go and invest and take that risk. Don't invest in real estate. Don't invest in business, but invest in your education. Because in the end, if you know, the, like the, the success will never come from your business or whatever it is that you're working on, the success comes from your decisions. So, what does investing in your education mean? It means in developing the mindset, in developing your vision, developing the decision making process, and that risk of uh, risk tolerance that I mentioned earlier, right? Invest in those things. And you will see that your returns through business or maybe through your job, if you're working for a boss, um, the, the, the returns from your network, the people that you surround yourself with, that you have attracted and connected with, their results are so much greater just by investing in that type of education. Because in the end, it's you behind everything. Mm -hmm. So whatever you do, whether you're property investing, investing in business, invest in your education and the rest will follow. I love it. That, and that makes so much sense. And, and speaking of investing in the education, uh, Rob, you and I are, are big readers. I think I know, I know two people in my circle who, who sort of we, we can match wits with as far as, you know, reading. I, I say this all the time. I, I missed my goal last year 
Um, I wanted yeah. to read 50 books. I, I only got to 48. But That's incredible, by the way. Good. That was good. Do, do, do you know that Bill Gates, Bill Gates, the third richest man on this planet, reads about 90 books per year? Wow. So if you're at 48, you're 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 halfway there, Berta. Good, so good. So good. That's I mean, good company. That's great. So Rob, I and I know that a lot of our mindset comes from and and usually, you know, with our clients and even with my clients, if I see someone that's sort of in a funk or they're not meeting their objectives, you know, between sessions or they're just not getting where they are. My first question is always, what are you reading? And and usually when there's a hesitation and they can't, because you can ask me right now and I'll tell you what I'm reading. Um, I can ask you right now and you'll tell me what you're reading, but usually they're not reading. And I think if, if there's one thing that I know you'll agree with me on is that importance of that. And that's part of that mindset development, that mindset yeah. investment yeah. in, in how, how you're feeding your brain and how you're yeah. feeding your attitude and your, your positivity. So what are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Yes, reading is, uh, is a super big part of, uh, of life. And uh, I, I have to, I, mean, I don't know if I've ever told you this in person, Berta, but I remember, and it goes back to, to my days in, uh, in, in my teenage years back in the Netherlands. I, even though I, I you know, with, with education, with my college uh, education, everybody knows when you're in college, you have to read so many books and they're so boring. They're yeah. so extremely boring. Yeah. So I developed this hatred for reading. And I don't know if I was lazy back then, but I wasn't, I, I was just not motivated. You know, they made me like, especially in marketing, Kotler. Probably a lot of people are familiar with the work of Kotler. Mm-hmm. Those are these like 500 pages of marketing <laughs> concepts, which were invented in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Extremely boring. Mm-hmm. And and simply because you can't relate to it at that moment, you know, it it, it feels almost like you're forced to read that stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I always say, obviously, this is where people develop a, a dislike for reading if they feel that they they are made or forced to read. Mm-hmm. So what I learned over time, and uh, you asked me, so I'm currently reading Dave Osprey, oh, Superhuman. Nice. And I think I uh, I once gave you his uh, predecessor, right? Yes, Which yes. was um, Headstrong. Yes, yes. So I'm super big in uh, in health and wellness as well uh, because I believe if you take care of your it's it's like I got interested in biohacking and to me Dave Osprey is uh, is a biohacker from San Francisco. He has Silicon Labs, Bulletproof Coffee, a uh, couple of brands you may have heard of. Incredibly interesting guy, um, and and I got interested in this well as well because I try like I take a ton of supplements every single day, and it's it's all natural, right? It has nothing to do with any pharmaceutical drug. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's all natural, but there's so many ways that you can enhance your brain capacity, your energy. You can actually boost your energy. There's so many ways to optimize the body. So that's what I'm interested in. Uh, together, just the try to be active. Mm-hmm. So now my point to this is, since I'm so interested in this topic, for me, just reading this book, and as you can see, it's it's a pretty yeah. thick book. Yeah. It's uh, probably about 400 pages. Mm-hmm. For anybody interested in biohacking and nutrition, definitely get this book. 
But for me, this is such a pleasure to read because yeah. everything he talks about is so interesting and it's what I apply on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So going back to the topic of reading, you just have to find those subjects that interest you. And if you don't have any subject that interests you at this moment, then I would say you have to go back to the drawing board and you need to figure out what triggers you. Where does your passion lie, right? Because, and that's, that's your book, Berta, which I enjoyed so much reading. Mm -hmm. It all starts with why, mm -hmm. right? That's yeah, like, if absolutely. you don't have the why, then honestly, you're, you have no direction. Yeah. So you need to lock in first your why, naturally develop your interest, and then go and find those books. Because yeah. you, need to, you need to practice and grow your brain. Because in life, everything deteriorates or it grows. Like, mm -hmm. I go to the gym and I know when I exercise the muscle, the, the muscle, I will make little tears into the muscle tissue. And, and throughout the day and throughout the night, my, my body's feeding off of the protein, repairing itself, and therefore it grows the muscle. Now, this more muscle mass makes me stronger, creates more resilience towards, let's say, the weather or, you know, like my immune system. Mm -hmm. You see, so everything has a natural cause and effect. So in other words, if you don't read, if you think that your education stops at college, right, yeah. you're literally declining. Right. And, and that has nothing to do with me saying that that is what you should be doing. It's, it's, it's science backed, mm -hmm. right? Either you grow or you decline. So if you stop practicing and developing the brain and stimulating them with, with information that is interesting, you're actually like coming to 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 a stop and 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 slowly you're declining so reading to me i i would say even if it's 30 minutes a day make it happen because this is so important for your overall success you know not just business but even for for your relationships and and your 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 health and and wellness yeah and and i'm glad you mentioned that uh, two things that you said there that were were crucial um, Rob, and, and I really believe that, that you need to go out and find and be, be intentional about finding your why, but you talked about relationships and I think you and Maji do one of the coolest things I've ever seen, which is that you, you guys get a book and, and Maji his his beautiful, amazing partner is just, she's a beautiful soul inside and out. Um, but you guys have a book aside from what you're reading individually, you have you pick a book and you guys read it together every night. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. Cause I've always loved that idea. And I know that if you're growing together, listen, I mean, everything, it's a whole different ball game for you. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's, uh, that's, that's no, not I'm not ashamed to, to talk <laughs> about that. I, I think as a matter of fact, I'm an advocate for um, as a, as a couple, you have to grow together. I always compare it, like like I mentioned, I was in the event industry, and uh, and and imagine that that you're you know attending a presentation and somebody is explaining that concept, and a full day your 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 brain is getting bombarded with all this amazing knowledge. Mm -hmm. Now imagine being there by yourself and then having to go home, and there's this opportunity for you that you are being asked to invest in because this will really help you either through through more learning or maybe there's an investment opportunity. But just imagine trying to explain that to your partner, right? Everything that you just absorbed throughout that day, 
trying to relate that over to your partner. Obviously, your partner will never be able to relate, or at least not at that level. So to me, it's from the beginning, I've been very intentional in involving my partner. And in this case, I'm so blessed that Maggi uh, is so open. And we're, we're on that in that sense, 100% on the same journey, always learning, growing, developing. Mm. So over time, of course, she has topics of her interest. I have mine. But over time, we found mutual topics um, that we're interested in. So what we did is we will make sure that, um, for, for example, for our relationship, you asked about the books mm -hmm. our relationship we are both interested in 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 making the relationship work on the long term right because everybody knows that when you fall in love that's a, mm -hmm. a short period of time this chemical reaction happens in the body but naturally that wears off as well so and we're not very old yet so the only wisdom that we got was looking at older friends that or or even our parents that have been married for you know 30 plus years mm -hmm. um, but it's not enough right we need to be able to apply it every single day so we decided that it would be good for us to just pick up books every month we choose one we both have our individual reading but just before bedtime we choose one book uh, we our goal for for the relationship is one book a month Mm -hmm. So we try to read one chapter a night and we read it to each other. You know, we take turns. Mm -hmm. um, but it allows us to, A, develop, you know, new information, absorb new information that can, you can apply. Second, it's like a couple's activity, you know, instead of like a browsing on your phone or watching TV. Now you're just having that moment for yourself mm -hmm. together. And number three, it's like you, you really kind of morph into each other because you start agreeing on certain things, the things that you read in the book, you have this little discussion about it. So the more and more you, you start to become aligned in the relationship. And, and to me, it's what I see all around me that a lot of the arguments that a lot of couples and, and, and long-term married couples have is about tiny little things that I think can easily be solved. As a third party, it's easy to identify them. But inside the relationship somehow, because they're so focused on arguing with each other that they can't see the solution. So I think that that's what that couple book does for us. It, it provides to be the third party then we can talk about it and both agree to apply it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's the key, Rob, because I think what happens is I know people that read all the time and, and you know, they've been reading for years and they're not getting anywhere because they're not applying any, anything that they're learning. Yeah. They're not yeah. executing on anything. So I think what I love about what you just said is that it's, it's really a, you treat every book like a workbook, like, okay, we're going to learn this. We're going to apply it. We're going to execute and we're going to move on. And I've seen the trajectory of, of your success and your growth, not only as a couple, but just holistically in your business and your health and in the way that you operate, the way that you try to spoil your parents, you know, from afar, I know you just took them on this amazing trip, which I want to talk about uh, to Sedona yeah. over the new year. Um, but that's, that's the key. It's not only, you know, you can read all you want, but if you're not applying the principles and the things that you're learning and, yeah. and really executing on, on continuing to move that needle and continuing to move your life and your business forward, 
what good is it? It's just going to sit there and, and it's going to... It, it will just remain a dream. Right. Um, you know, like any any idea or plan without execution, it, it just remains up there somewhere inside your mind in the cloud, mm -hmm. right? But that applies to almost anything. Like a lot of people, they love to listen and and maybe even take notes. But in the end, if you don't apply it, mm -hmm. um, there's really not going to be any results because only action will lead to result. So I highly recommend, you know, just apply, 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 apply everything that you learn. And the faster you do it, the easier it becomes. And if not, another solution to it, and that you mentioned it earlier, we uh, accountability buddy it right, right together right, for the past right. couple of years now. Right. Accountability is, uh, is another way that if you feel that you don't have it in you to stay disciplined and apply consistently, and mm -hmm. it is hard, you know, I, I, I would never say that that is easy, but a great way to, to counter that is to find, find an accountability partner. Mm -hmm can be your spouse but preferably somebody on the outside because right. they're just more critical mm -hmm. and create a system where at least once a week you will you will set intentional goals and then you will have to submit your your weekly reports to your accountability partner and have that conversation mm -hmm. how far have you gotten with executing these goals and 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 if, if the results are, are worthless, then be prepared for your partner to call you out on it right. because that's the whole point, mm -hmm. right? You need to be hold, held accountable. And, and that is one of the ways that if you don't have that self-discipline, that could help tremendously by just having somebody else forcing you to implement. Right, right. And I think it, it does it does create a lot of traction there. And Rob, I see just in the corner of, of your screen, uh, whiteboard. I know you and I are whiteboard people. I call them. Yeah, we boards. are. Um, tell me what you would recommend to someone who doesn't have a whiteboard yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so what I recommend if you don't have a whiteboard, first of all, guys, get a whiteboard. <laughs> That's get a whiteboard, period. Um, if you don't have a whiteboard, just use a piece of paper, but what you would want to do is you would want to systemize because, you know, especially the, the, the left brainers among us, they're very creative people. Um, and, and they, they put their thoughts on paper and it's kind of all over the place. So just by having all these thoughts on paper is still not going to motivate you to take action. Right? But what does a whiteboard do for you? It allows you to organize your thoughts and you can like look at them, you can erase them right, and reorganize. So the point is that you would want to plan whether it's map out your day or whether it's scheduling your annual years, right? We just passed the, uh, the 2020. Mm -hmm. So most people probably have New Year's resolutions. It's kind of fresh, right? Mm -hmm. So guys, just... Map, map them out, write them down and, and put a deadline to it, set a time frame for it and organize them. And that's what a whiteboard does for you. And, and the way that I use it is on one hand, I have my goals that uh, reinforces my, my, my mind that the direction that I should be heading in, right? Because it's a couple of little pointers that are, is a visual reminder every single day why it is what I'm doing. 
right? What, why do I do this? It needs to be reminded. Mm -hmm. So that is one way. And then the other thing is just, I just map out my priorities for the day. I have monthly goals. I have uh, weekly goals. And then I have daily goals. And the daily goals, they go on my whiteboard because they can change, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it could be as simple as writing a, a certain email mm -hmm. or um, could be a reminder to read that 30 minutes a day. Right, right. Right? But right. get a whiteboard, guys, because you can erase it, reorganize yourself, and you need to have it in front of you. Like, I, this, is, this part of the desk is my writing part. I, I got my, my text set up right here. So I just move over. And, and this is where I do my journaling, the, the, the goal setting. It's my, my mind mapping. It all happens on there. Mm -hmm. I love that. And, and nowadays, if, 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 if you don't want to get a whiteboard, some people, they are, you know, they, my students, they tell me like, uh, it doesn't match my, my design, right? It doesn't fit <laughs> into my room. I don't want to mount it on the wall. So guess what? Um, in, a, in a store, like Walmart, you can get, and I think we talked about this we one did. day. You we got it. You told me, and I got it. <laughs> you got exactly, now, guys. This that is what is implementation, right? Taking yeah, action. Yeah. But what it is, it's it's basically a whiteboard sticker. It's uh, you get this huge roll, and you can you can you know scissor it uh, to the format, to the size that you to to your liking, and it's just a simple sticker paste it over the wall, and now it acts as a whiteboard. You can make it as big as you want, and by the time that you're done, like I recently moved, so I had to take it down. Um, and it's a sticker, so it doesn't leave any glue, doesn't damage your wall. It's another great solution. Probably costs you 20 bucks, mm -hmm. but it's probably the greatest investment because you need to organize your thoughts so you can implement and take action. Yeah. Yeah. And Rob, the, the importance, it's so funny because when I opened my, my office, um, you know, the, the big thing was I need a place to put the whiteboard. So my daughter always jokes and she says, you just have a whiteboard with a little office around it, but, <laughs> but it really is, that's the key. And, and the things that happen there, when we strategize there, uh, you know, my clients say, this is the magic board, you know, yeah. I call it a dream board, but they say it's yeah. a magic board, but yeah. it really is just, most people are not taking the time to get stuff out of their brains and on yeah. paper so that yeah. they can look at it or onto a board. And you mentioned earlier how you write things down. And if it's something that a fear or a doubt or anything creeps in, you're going to move that aside. The power of, of writing things down. Yeah. And I mean, that's a whole other podcast. And I know that you're a firm believer in it, Rob. But, but I, and, and Rob also, and I forgot to mention that he's also an author. Rob wrote a great book. And I know that you're going to offer that on your website. Um, we'll get to that at the end and how they can contact you and what they can do. But Rob mm. has so many resources. And that's what I love. Rob will, will try something. He'll read something in a book or get an idea for something. And he'll create a, a resource after he's done it. Okay, this is what works. Even the emotional chart that we've talked about, Rob, or your goal pyramid. It, it's all these, they're little tools that you just were playing around you tried it for a month and it worked and you said you know what I'm going to make this a resource that's going to be available to my tribe and I've been the beneficiary from on, on many occasions mm -hmm. of of how that has served as a catalyst so tell me a little bit about why you do that number one and and what impact your business and guys this is a trip because every now and then I know Rob uh, works 
I mean, he's he loves what he does, so he can work on it whenever he needs to work on it. But Rob can be anywhere. You really have developed a laptop lifestyle, and that's what you help your you know your students and your clients do. And and I'll get a you know a text from him. Hey, are we are we zooming today? And I'll get a picture of him next to a pool with his laptop, you know, in Puerto Rico or you know yeah. any, anywhere in the world, which is beautiful. But I know that you help to create that for your clients. Can you tell me a little bit about the impact that you, as a businessman, are yeah. making in our world? Because I know it, guys, <laughs> but I, I want I want yeah. them to hear it. Yeah, no, it's uh, when when you say it like that, and I'm listening to it, I'm like, wow, that is amazing. I need to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I need to create that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but yeah. So I, I think so. Freedom, freedom in every sense of the word is so important to me um, because, and and that comes forth from from when I said earlier that I've always been a rebel, and and mm-hmm. with being a rebel, it's you know you're it's very hard to take orders from somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously I've worked, I have worked a corporate life and, but I always, I always see ways that it, it can be so different. Um, so, so I'm also a right brainer. Um, so, so what that means is that I'm, I'm so systematic, you know, it's like programmed in my DNA, like I'm an analytical person. So whenever I look at the concepts and, I, I I immediately can tell that there's ways to improve this or to make that work, and and together with my own experiences, you know, through 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 reading and all the things that I do, I have these ideas which I just combine. So it kind of morphs into into like an I would say not a new but an improved concept, and and usually like after I've been battle testing this, you know, with with my beta groups and and on my own, and that's usually where I feel confident enough that if it's helping me and my group, then I can definitely share this and make this available. Some some I use obviously in my high level uh, coaching programs. Others I would be happy to make those available for especially your audiences, Berta, because things as simple as time management, I have templates for that goal uh i have the cold pyramid right it's a concept in how to organize and break down your goals because still a lot of people which which really surprises me but a lot of people still don't know how to set goals properly mm. so i think that that would be a relevant template right now here in january right um to maybe use that for your resolutions mm-hmm. uh if you have any i just call them goals i don't call them resolutions right, that's you know that's yeah. tied to a New Year's concept, but um, however you like that, I have a template for that. So my analytical brain is automatically set to to create systems, and I also believe that if you want to create freedom in your life, and let's let's talk about business, right? In your business, because so many times do I see a you know, somebody that has a good business going on makes has a lot of cash flow, right? Has has a staff, employees, a great product and a service. But guess what? If you li- really look deeper underneath the surface, you will see that these people usually are not so free as it seems. Because a lot of people think that okay, they have money, they make money, right? And they purchase materialistic things, and maybe they go on vacation. Okay, it seems all great, but under the surface, they're not truly free. Because their business requires them to be, they're the center of their business. And without them, 
the business stops. Right. So I, I have broken down that concept and, and I have to thank also my generation, right? I'm a millennial. I'm from the 80s. Um, I grew up with the internet. So I leveraged that and it allowed me to create freedom in my life by implementing systems, especially now 2020, the technology is developing so rapidly. We have automation, like almost anything can be automated right now. And for people who don't know what is automation or what it means, automating is something that you used to do manually can now be programmed, right? So I implement a lot of automated systems into my life and business, which allows me to, to let's say, like you just mentioned, to take out my parents, to have them over for three weeks, take these road trips. And of course, the business and the client calls and the coaching goes on. But I can take that pretty much anywhere because all I need is an internet connection, a phone, and, and most of the times my laptop. Mm -hmm. and, and I can just pack those up and all pretty much anywhere in the world nowadays, you can set up your, your little system yeah. and, and, and continue as, as, as usual. Right. I, I don't need to be here. Like this is right. this is my home and I'm grateful to have a great home. But I can be anywhere in the world and, and do the same thing. And so so technology and and freedom to me goes hand in hand because through technology I'm able to create freedom, location freedom, time freedom. And, you know, we're still working on the money aspect, of course, you know, you want to create financial freedom. But I think once you have those three in place, honestly, I, I would want to throw a freedom party for anybody who <laughs> achieves that, a freedom party for the three Fs, right? Yeah. yeah. Time freedom, financial freedom, and location freedom. And if you can live that, in my opinion, you have made it. You are the the pinnacle of success because you can pretty much be anywhere in the world while your business is, is impacting and, and, and creating a great product or service and uh, you're financially sound, you're able to, you know, to, 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 to pay the bills, to, to pay for everything, to, to give back to your community. Um, so that, that is truly, <laughs> I know it was a long stretch, but that is what freedom means to me. Yeah. And I love that, Rob. And and I know that that in your speaking, a lot of what you're doing is bringing that message to your audience of of listen. This is not only not only can you do it. Not only is it possible, but you can do it because I can yeah. do it. And this is how yeah. I did it. And I and I love that you've shared so much of your journey and all these um, really really powerful nuggets of of things that we can apply and things that we need to be looking out for, but not only the the what the pitfall can be but how you work around that and i think yeah. that's what 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 attracts so many people to you is is that not only did i do it not only do i do i want to be impacting the world by sharing and showing people how to do it but but we're going to celebrate you're yeah. you're 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 pushing you're pulling not pushing and and sort of everybody just wants to to follow and that's how you've achieved the the success that you have, which is amazing, but you know it's going to be a whole different story. You know, January sixteenth of next year. I know. That. Oh yeah. So yeah. It's it's just, and it's and it's what you've what you've said, Rob. You're just you're just doing it from a place of service. Uh, you're doing it from a place of listen. The more of us are out there uh, having this freedom, the more people you get to play with. You know, we. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I feel that um, you, you need to have a purpose in life. And I feel that my purpose is definitely teaching, teaching other people by, through my own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so consultancy, you know, the consulting business to me is, is incredibly powerful because through consulting, which is, is essentially coaching, is exchanging, it's exchanging money for, for knowledge, right? So a lot of times in, throughout in, 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 in my journey and the people that, uh, that I encounter, they, they might have successful businesses or maybe a successful job. But again, it goes back to under the surface. If you go deep, and, and I have this concept, it's called seven levels deep. It's just wow. keeping repeating the same question seven times. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? Whatever answer they give you, you, you take that answer and you ask them why. So it goes seven levels deep. And that's where I call you get underneath the surface. And that's usually where you reveal the true core of what is important to people. And, and it ties down to, to freedom because ask anybody, they would always want to have the time to, to spend time with their friends and loved ones, right? To create memorable experiences, not having to worry about money and to be able to afford about it, uh, to afford it. And, and the location, how many people do actually want to go on vacation a little more often or just take this, this dream trip that I always thought about and not just during Christmas or the typical holiday season, any time of the year, right? Usually cheaper too, let me tell you. Right. You go off season, <laughs> right? You save a ton of money. So not only is it good, it's, it's a smart thing to do. Right. Um, so, so through consulting, I think that I'm able to, to bring that to the table. And, and a lot of times where people present me, you know, they're complicated structures. I will, I'm able to, to declutter and simplify it and simply put an emphasis on what is truly important and then paint them the picture. Like this is the current model or the current approach that you're taking. And by, by simply doing it this way, you could achieve these type of results. And if that is something that you would want to pursue, usually it's for people, it's a no brainer where they say, that's all that I needed, right? Like this epiphany, this, this blueprint of how I can achieve that. Right. And, and that to me, that is what coaching and consulting is. It's just giving a different perspective and, and allowing people to implement that, to, to shape their own journeys. And if they need an example and how to do that, somebody to follow so they can be encouraged to take their own steps, you know, then I would be happily to step forward and show them the way. I love it. And, and Rob, I think one of the things that you said uh, about, about that freedom and being able to really enjoy, I know that you were able to, and you mentioned that, bring your parents and they've, and they've been um, stateside for, for a number of weeks. But I know you took a big road trip to Sedona with yeah. recently. Tell, tell me a little yes. bit about how that was. <laughs> well, first of all, Berta, you know, you inspired us to go to Sedona. Uh, you told us about this magical place, uh, little town Sedona in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we looked it up. We have been thinking about it. Uh, we're also, you know, like it's a, it's a spiritual place as well. They have very, these, very. a concept called, you know, this energy Vortex. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the interesting thing that I learned about Sedona. Sedona is interesting because the rocks, so it's a place that's full of canyons and red rocks. 
But the reason why they're red is because they're filled with magnesium and iron, right? So naturally, the universe is drawn like a magnet to that magnesium and iron. So what happens to the environment is that you will see trees that are completely... Do you, do you know when you, you have a wet towel and you yes, twist it? Twist yes. It. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so that same shape is, is, is how the, many of the trees and bushes are grown. It's because yeah. they're drawn upwards towards, towards the universe, the cosmos, because, because of that energy push and pull. Yeah. It's a very, very interesting place. Yeah. And I knew that, uh, that it would be good for my parents, first of all, to, uh, to experience something different, mm -hmm. to, to be part of that energy. Um, so, so we scheduled this road trip, uh, got a, got a brand new car for it because the, the <laughs> previous car was just a convertible, not, not big enough to, to carry a whole family. So we got a new vehicle for that. Um, love it. it the, 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 the car is called a touring. So it, it, I thought it was a perfect match for, for that, for that tour that we were about to make. Took my parents there. Uh, they they absolutely loved it. They got their exercise right because it's it's very challenging. It's mm -hmm. it's not it's not an easy hike. Yeah. Um, so we did that. Created amazing memories. Uh, was able to do that any time of the day, knowing that you know that my team would would have the operations ongoing. So all of that was uh, was set and prepared um, ahead of time. And I think that we just recapped uh, the other day some of the videos and photos that, uh, that we created. And I could see that they enjoyed it so much. Nice. They were talking about it to their friends back home. And that is what is important to me, you know, creating experiences while we're on this planet, while, while impacting other people's lives, you know, give them a different vision. And in this case, it were my parents. So I love it. That's very very cool. I was I was so happy that 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 you were able to do that. And Rob, you you mentioned um, uh, something about about just that that connection that you have, uh, not only with the land when you're in Sedona, but really the 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 energy that is created uh, between you. And I know that when do your parents go back next week? I think oh no! Actually, they're they're uh, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's the seventh. Yeah. Yes. This is yes, the last right. day. You've mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I I again thank them on my behalf for letting uh, yeah. me I borrow will. you for for a little bit because I know it's a it's a it, do they fly into Amsterdam Airport? Um, their flight is through London, so oh, it's London. Uh, it's Austin, Texas to London and London Amsterdam. Okay, because let me tell you something. I I you know I travel. And yep. there's no airport in the world nicer than the freaking airport in Amsterdam. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what people no, say. Man, it's like you're in you're in a, a, a giant Saks Fifth Avenue with everything you could possibly want. We had a long layover there on the second trip to to Kenya, and nobody was complaining. I think we, we were we were stranded there for stranded, okay, with Louis Vuitton and Gucci everywhere, um, <laughs> right. for nine hours. And we just, wow. we just didn't want to leave the airport. But um but it's just a great place. I wanted to 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 mention that and yeah I so that, well and I haven't I haven't been back for a while. So but that's what I hear from other people. So very glad that people have this experience it's really amazing and some great chocolate in those shops <laughs> oh yes that i can attest to <laughs> yeah major major so so rob as a as a and i always think of you as a 
as a lifestyle developer, you know, you, you mentioned the word blueprint too, and, and, and your book, which is, which is really just that blueprint of how to create that lifestyle freedom, um, life that, that all of us crave and want is, um, is that something you, I know you make it available through your website, but tell me just quickly, because we talked about, about the whole reading thing, why you felt that putting that together and I've, I've read it and I've been blessed by it. And I know it's a great book. Mm. Why you felt that putting that together was important. Yeah. So blueprint, like I mentioned it earlier, I'm first of all, I'm, I'm so systematic. So for me, it all comes down to formulas. Um, I, I wish that somebody could have given me the formula, uh, years many many years ago and just tell me listen follow these steps and 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 you will get to a certain outcome so that's what i try to do with the book um especially lifestyle design it's 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 very important because you have in my opinion two choices uh, either you can just you know live your life day to day and and you know in 10 years from now you you'll find yourself in a certain position and and basically you know life has determined for you what is what is going to happen for you in your life and and where you find yourself in 10 years from now but the other the other route is to live life by design and 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 that comes down to to goal setting visualizing you know have a vision and understanding why you do it and then take relentless action towards you know accomplishing um those goals and and building that into your life and that's mainly what i've been doing uh lifestyle by design mm -hmm. so i believe that there's a blueprint for it there's certain i have read so many books and studied so many successful people and i i found i found the same habits because it comes down to habits it's mm -hmm. it's it's not a particular tool but it's more like a habit, a, a thing that you adopt in your life that you do every single day. Because like I mentioned earlier, it is the decision that ultimately will lead to the result. So if you develop your mind and your, the way that you think so you can take better decisions, that, that's, that will, is what leads to that result. So what this book is about is really a blueprint of, of, of habits, right? The, the habits that you need to adopt in your life to will set you on that journey because I cannot determine your outcome. I can only show you mine, but I'm pretty certain that the habits that I have adopted and developed over time, that they will serve you too. And that is really what this blueprint is about. It's about understanding, first of all, habits, how they serve you and your subconscious mind how we are all programmed by them. And that if I see it like a scale, you know, either they're stacked with some negative aspects, some aspects that are holding you back from unlocking that full potential, or you're stacking them on the other end with success habits, with, with things that will benefit your life, that will move you forward, right? So the book talks a little bit about, first of all, recognizing these, understanding how that works and then identifying certain habits that no longer serve you maybe at one point they did but they're now holding you back so once you recognize them then i will teach you how you can actually replace them because i've learned and and this goes back to to years and years of scientific study too and mm -hmm. and tons of interviews with people 
um, you cannot just cut a bad habit off. It's like smoking. I cannot just take away your cigarettes or your drinking or whatever the bad habit may be, gambling, and then expect you to, to, to get rid of it. It needs to be replaced. So you can actually replace those habits with a better habit, a one that actually serves your journey. So that is really what I'm hoping to achieve with this book, that if people start to understand the formula, they can start creating their own journey and create that life by design. Amazing. I love it. And, and I, I really believe that. And, you know, you and I talk a lot about habits and we've had our years where they've been just, you know, habit focused years. And then yeah. it just becomes organic and becomes part of the undertone and we can move on to other things. But the habits are, are a big deal. And I know that, that, that you're big on that. So I yeah. love that. And thank you for, for sharing uh, more My of what's, what's in the book, because that's, that's, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan and I just want, everybody to, to get it yeah. because I and, and, and don't forget to read Berta's book as well because your why is the way guess what the why is another habit it's 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 like it's developing developing an understanding of why you do things but that can be and, and that's probably my analytical brain but that can be classified as a habit the habit of being in pursuit of understanding why you do things just that alone is a habit, right? right? So, right. so for you, the why has always been your way. Guys, go and pick up that book. Thank it's amazing. <laughs> and complement that, and I'm happy to make it available for free just for download on the website. I'm currently working on my, uh, the launch of my brand new website. Mm -hmm. It's going to be available there. Currently still in digital format. Mm -hmm. 2020, hopefully, um, will be the year for me to to finally release that in hard copy too. Mm -hmm. It would be one of my big goals. But for now, once the website launches, I would be happy to invite anybody to get a copy. But I would say complement that with the why is the way. Mm -hmm. and, and you have a solid blueprint for 2020 to, to really evaluate where you're at See if you can get rid of some of these habits that no longer serve you. Mm -hmm. Adopting some that will push you forward on the journey. And then again, find some accountability, right? Relentless implementation. And, and that is what moves us forward. Really, really great, great, great words of wisdom. Rob, and I think, Rob, how can, how can they find you? How can the listeners find you? So um, I have a YouTube channel. So uh, please find me Rob and Swearman official. That's my YouTube channel. Um, connect with me on Instagram. Uh, I do a ton of stories, um, both on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, I'm always, you know, doing interesting stuff, and I'm I'm trying to to share with uh, with all my learning moments and the people that I meet and you know inspiration. So. Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube. I try to be more consistent with uploading new blogs and, and, and new video reviews on the website weekly. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, if you're still on LinkedIn, you can connect with me there. I try to publish my latest publications on there as well. Nice. Um, so that's, that's how you can find me. Good, good. Rob, so I know that you you are a badass and you were already a badass at 18. But what advice would you give your 18-year-old self knowing what you know now? <laughs> I love that question. <laughs> um, so without, I uh, will cut down straight to the chase and uh, 
I would say, Berta, if if I could advise myself at 18 years old and I could look him into the eyes and say, listen, forget about anything else and practice this, I would say practice your risk tolerance, right? Because everything is related to risk because this is how the body, the biometrics of the body and the brain is designed to do. We are, you have, you probably heard that we have a gut feeling. People Mm -hmm. take a lot of gut feeling decisions. That is a natural gift to us as this human being, our species that we use to avoid danger, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if there was a lion, our gut feeling would tell us to, to, to run mm-hmm. as fast as you can to avoid being eaten, right? Mm-hmm. So practice your fi- uh, uh, risk tolerance because you will see that the big decisions are equally as simple as the small decisions, but it's usually the brain that kicks in and the gut feeling that tried to prevent you from it is because the body hasn't developed over time uh, and allow us to get rid of those because we no longer need it. So try to practice taking bigger risk and soon you will find that they're equally as simple as the small decisions, but the returns are so much greater when you take big risk. I love it. Rob, this was fun. I I am so grateful, so grateful, not only for your friendship and your wisdom and your your mentoring, um, but also grateful for you taking this this time, uh, despite the fact that I know that it's a that it's a a busy, um, emotional, beautiful, celebratory day with your parents. So I want you to go and enjoy them and give them a hug for me and give Maji a hug for me. And thank you, my friend for being here and for blessing Thank you us so, so much. much so much beautiful way. It was so much fun and I I'm glad we got to do this. You uh, you have been telling me about your show I've been following you so I'm so grateful that uh, that you considered me on the show today. I love it. Thank you for being here, Rob. Okay, folks, so you heard it here. You're welcome in advance and I I want you to uh, just do good, be great and go outside and play, okay? Have fun everyone. <laughs> 